0: Welcome to Prison Radio mini-episodes. Prison Radio is an independent multimedia production studio producing content for radio, television, films, and now podcasts. For 30 years, we've aimed to include the voices of incarcerated people in the public debate. This mini-episode will feature the works of Spoon Jackson, an amazing poet and writer located in California. He really enjoys receiving letters and takes a lot of inspiration for his work from letters. So, if you vibe with his work, make sure to send him a letter. You can find his address on our website. Denied this life a collection of sweet and bitter memories. The dreams are fantasies made up of forgotten tomorrow that may be played out or remain forever lost, deep within the recesses of the mind. What's wrong, she asked. Why are there no smiles? If I was on the streets, it would be different. My heart doesn't know that for love has no boundaries, no time, nor place. So how can there be rules to govern the flow? How can what is limitless be binded and bound? It will flow when you allow it to be. to be. I do not imagine you to be a lovely sunset. I do not imagine you to be a lovely wildflower in a rich green meadow. I do not imagine you to be a sweet summer's day. I imagine you to be such as you are and you are in love. The heart and spirit tire sometime, if only for a moment, from being so full of love and having no outlet to truly share for being denied the magic of a hug for so long. A hug that will rejuvenate the heart and spirit like a roaring tempest wakes to a drought-stricken land. Stop asking out of convenience what's wrong. Your heart and spirit knows. Today is made up of yesterdays and tomorrows and tremendous amounts of love. Seeking a hug. No words, no smiles, no stares. What can be said or done when one is denied a hug for so long? For I choose not to be lonely. But loneliness has chosen me. I do not understand this drought in letters, It's like a stream in Death Valley. I've been writing a lot of poetry, perhaps they are letters to myself, The loneliness has touched me in every way. Sometimes I hear footsteps and I know the mail is being passed out. I pretend not to notice, not to hear, but I hear, I notice, and there is no love passed out today, for my stream has run dry without warning. No more butterflies, flowers, love, and candy-coated lies. I am not a poet, I'm just a gesture in life, clowning and amusing readers with words. My writing is not ambiguous, hiding truth behind veils. It hasn't much grammar, rhyme, or meter, no form to cast spells on the unsuspecting reader. My writing is often chopped up like heads of cabbages by teachers and editors, its essence squeezed out like a lemon. Each morning and night, I look out from this hunk of stone through a thick plastic window, and I see my dreams are the height of nightmares. My goals are the depths of Mangled Mountains. Death sometimes doesn't kill you. It only fragments your life. This is Spoon Jackson, at Toronto State Prison. And uh, I want to let the people know about my latest podcast on the computation in California. Color of Mercy, and uh, how the Governor Brown only commuted 100 or so people out of 5,200, and this podcast is K-A-L-W, Uncuffed, or Uncuffed, K-A-L-W, you can Google, and you'll get to hear the podcast. Right now, I want to read an excerpt from my book, By Heart, which you can find on uh, Amazon, you can also find all the poems that I have read in my other book called Longer Ago. This excerpt is from when I was at San Quentin. It's called In Silence. Indian summer at San Quentin and the sweet sun brings back the times I ran the dry river with the greyhound dogs and laid under the heavy black bridge as the trains rumbled across shaking the soft sands. In those times, I watched the shadows of the rail cars dart by, and when night fell on a hot day, played kick the can in pure desert darkness. There were no street lights on Cook Street when I was a boy. My skin feels warm and alive this San Quentin September, as though I am a lizard sunning on a big rock. Instead, I wear prison blues, shirt, pants, and coat, plus brown high-top boots and dark shades, Coat and the shades I put on whenever I'm outside the cell. I sit in my spot on the winding metal stairs of San Quentin Education Building and see Judith bouncing down the stairs from Arts and Corrections Office. I notice her healthy pale skin and small feet, slightly curly brown hair, long flowered skirt, and tire track sandals. Yes, I notice that Judith is a woman and at the same time a human being struggling with life, death truth and imagination, just like I am. She has already shown me new doors to step into, and even in my silence, so I am able to absorb and appreciate Judith as a woman in an all-male prison, but also the leader and teacher of the poetry class. This warm September afternoon, Judith is not as much a stranger to me as I am to her, for she had to put herself out there to be creditable. I have watched and learned and listened to her share her truth, views, life, wisdom, and poetry. I know her through her books. She suggested the poetry she read aloud and the ways she related to others in the poetry class. I've been through many summers in prison by this particular September. I arrived in 1977 from a small desert town and have walked in dark shades and silence most of the time since then. None of the other prisoners, guards, or free staff had a clue what I'm about, or what I'm capable of doing. They only had my prison file, a few pages gathered hastily together by the court, a probation officer, a couple of detectives, and a psychologist, who after one or two ten-minute sessions purported to access, revealed, depict, and predict my entire life in one brushstroke. In the file was nothing about how my mom made me Arkansas meatloaf instead of cake for my birthday, a date we celebrated on August the 21st instead of August 22nd for the first 10 years of my life. Nothing in the foul about how I spent time under Black's Bridge or how I ran the dry river with semi-wild dogs. The guards and prisoners and prison staff could not place me anywhere, not in any street or prison gang. They did not know that I had learned to despise violence and to love peace. I look forward to lockdowns, to all the silence and reading and studying given by those long stretches of time confined to my cell. When the cell doors close, doors to other places open up. Prison people did not know that inside me was a desert thirst for knowledge to know and explore new things. That's an excerpt from By Heart, and I hope some listeners will go and check it out. Roger Steinem loved it. Annie DeFranco loved it. And many others. These commentaries are recorded by Noel Hanrahan of Prison Radio.